people of God. So um, today we're talking about how to pray effectively during hard times. I was initially on, but I do apologize. Something happened to my life and it was just like blinking on and off. It was just like going on and off. And so I really apologize. Um, But yes, today we're talking about how to pray effectively during hard times. Okay. Um, I don't know how many of you know that this is true, but based on personal experience, I'm not going to mention anybody else's name, but my name based on personal experience have figured that it is very difficult to pray during hard times. Okay. It is, it is not even a matter of you don't love God or a matter of you're not a Christian. If we're all being sincerely honest with ourselves, there are times when we do not know what to say. There are times where it's like the ground should just break loose and just swallow you you just don't know what to do and today we're going to treat that in the holy spirit i'm personally very excited because this is one that i'm learning from this is one that when the lord revealed to me i was indeed blessed by it and even as he speaks through me i am listening to myself and taking note of where i need to turn and twitch to be a better person in him and to pray effectively during my hard seasons okay um so if you're here with me i want you to write down how to pray effectively okay this is how to pray effectively during hard times this is by the holy spirit okay first of all i want you to understand what prayer is because if you don't understand an activity like i said earlier on uh, it is quite hard for you to replicate it effectively if you don't understand what an activity entails, okay? And so the Oxford Dictionary says, Prayer is a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship, okay? It says a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. Now, this is what the Holy Spirit says. Many times we say prayer is communication, which I agree. And I repeated and said something on the previous slide before this. I said that prayer is communication but when it comes to christianity the interesting part of everything is we don't communicate by the mouth it is a matter of communicating by the heart one of the reasons why prayer fails is because the heart and the mouth are communicating two different things two different entities two different principles the heart may not believe but the mouth may be saying something else and you realize that even in the scriptures it says before you you decide to take christ what you must do is first believe in your heart and confess with your mouth they didn't just say confess with your mouth do you understand so when it comes to god and prayer your heart and your mouth must be seen they must be saying the same thing for it to be initiated okay So I want you to understand what the Holy Spirit says. He says here, prayer is a system designed by God to receive transformation and produce change by the introduction of his voice and his patterns. 
Prayer is a system designed by God to receive transformation and produce change by the introduction of his voice and his patterns. I'll go back to saying what I was saying. Your mouth and your heart needs to be synced. Now, how do you sync your heart with your mouth? The word of God. Now, I said something in a previous sermon through the Holy Spirit. And I told you that, you see, repetition, constantly saying something causes belief. Whether you believe me or not. If somebody tells you, you know, I think you're stupid all the time. Excuse my language. You're going to believe sooner or later that you're stupid. That's the same way if you utter the word over and over again or you constantly hear a principle over and over again or acknowledge a principle over and over again, you are most likely to believe it. That's why it is necessary to be a word person even as you're a prayer person. Because if you are not a word person, the heart and the mouth is not seen. So the prayer first of all is not even initiated. So if you want your heart to sink with your mouth, first, always constantly say the words over and over again. The word must be playing. You must know the word. It must come out of your mouth. You must initiate belief. That way, belief is here. And then the words are coming out and it's synced. Okay, let's go back to what the Holy Spirit was saying. So prayer is a system designed by God to receive transformation and produce change by the introduction of his voice and patterns. It is one that opens individuals to solely what God has installed when they pray in truth and light. I explained to you that when it comes to prayer, you are opened up to what God solely has installed. When you come and pray, it is not a matter of Oh, um, I am bringing my plans and ambitions to cause for God to co-sign them. No, that is not it. You are you, when you come to pray, you are only what you receive is God. Everything you receive is plus God. There is nothing plus just demi. There is nothing plus just my mind. Everything you receive, all your options are plus God. Now. He says here that you're only made available to these things when you pray in light and in truth. What is truth? Truth is initiated by the heart. Light is initiated by understanding. When it says truth, it says when you pray from your heart. And when it says light, it's talking about understanding, illumination. Now, you see, prayer is necessary because prayer is necessary in maintaining the standardized transformation sequence in Christianity. I'll say that again. Prayer is necessary because it maintains the standardized transformation sequence in Christianity from man to the Christ. You see, many times you feel like Jesus just came to die. He didn't just die. He created a sequence. You see... That is why God allows pain. When I say that we are meant to become the Christ, it's like a lot of us don't understand. And a lot of us wonder why we go through problems. Listen, that Christ himself in his own form is spirit. All of us, oh, you see us, we are meant to become God, his spirit. 
So when it comes to the transformation process, you need pain. I told you, it is like when a man is dying. For body and spirit to be separated, you need some form of pain. Something so harsh to push spirit out of body, divide the two. When it comes to God, if you want to walk in his ways, pain has to occur. That is the only way. You realize that even when he needed to become the Christ, and become that entity he had to go through pain on the cross and so when he had to die eh, let me put it in a better way if you want to rise in this kingdom you rise on the basis of death no one just rises by desire to rise I desire to rise Lord let me rise Mm-mm. no we rise on the basis of death in this kingdom. And I said the reason why it's like that is because purpose is in two folds. You are first transformed before you start your main mission the Lord has given you or ordained upon your life. Jesus was not just born and said, Tada, I'm the Christ. Oh yeah, let's begin. Let's begin ministry. No! He was slaying a party that you first need to be transformed by skill. You need to acquire skill. You need to be strong, be strengthened, gain stamina before you start ministry. Plus God. You don't just start. You are transformed because there's a saying that God calls you as you are, but he doesn't use you as you are. Now, So I said prayer is necessary and maintaining the standardized transformation sequence in Christianity from man to the Christ. You see, I want to let you understand first that the first principle when it comes to praying effectively during hard times, the first principle is not necessarily knowing the word or reading the word. The first principle is you acknowledging that God I'm weak. (laughs) <laughs> you see, there, there are many things I can't make beautiful or perfect, but plus you, things can work. That is the first thing, acknowledgement of your weaknesses. It's not though, because you see, if you are immune to weaknesses and you can make everything perfect and good, you don't need to pray. That's why it says men need to pray because every man has a defect. Meaning you lack something. There is there's a portion of you that can't get things right. So you see, if you have everything figured out, you might as well be spirit. <laughs> because only men that have defects, men as a species ought to pray. Now, so God says here, praying effectively begin, begins by first acknowledging your weaknesses and making all things perfect and beautiful. You see, one thing, one thing is, by realizing that you or every man carries a, a contact sorry a context of frailty and malfunctioning we understand the ministry of prayer we understand the importance of the ministry of prayer do you understand now this is a scripture i used luke 18 1 and he says here and he speak a parable unto them to this end that's what listen that men ought always to pray and not faint so it's either you are doing one listen it's either you are praying or you are thinking 
He says what? The man ought always to pray and not faint. So it means if you don't pray, you faint. Now, I want you to understand what the Holy Spirit is saying. He says that the realization of being a man as a species should advocate consistent prayer or a consistent prayer life. You see, this is one of, no, sorry, my thing went off for a second. This is one of the strengths of prayer. Many people, many, many, many individuals going to prayer feeling like they have other means to fix God, but let me just add prayer. We go into prayer asking God to bless whatever decision we have taken. Can you hear me? Okay. We go into prayer saying, Oh Father, bless my hands and bless this thing I'm about to do. No, we don't go into prayer like that. You see, I don't I don't go to prayer. I don't sorry, I don't go into prayer. Say, oh, I'm a woman of God and God, I have everything figured out. Let me just do life plus you. No, I go to prayer because guess what? There are many things that I don't understand. There are many things that I wish were a different way. And many things that I don't have strength for. Now, he says here, the realization of being a man as a species should advocate consistent prayer or a consistent prayer life you see when constant prayer is implied human beings are strengthened by the deterioration of the flesh that's why i told you when it comes to praying (laughs) you will be transformed you will be transformed when it comes to praying you that is if not even the main phenomenon that prayer relates transformation if you pray in truth there are a lot of things that you can't do i'm telling you a lot of things you understand you are transformed you become a different being listen he says here, when constant prayer is implied, human beings are strengthened by the deterioration of the flesh. You see, I was thinking, some time ago, I was just sitting down thinking, I was like, my goodness, look at how powerful the flesh is. Can you imagine how powerful the spirit is? You see, but it's just so funny. We don't even experience 50% of the strength of the spirit because in many times we're like, oh, oh God. No, I, I'm just not willing. Yeah, I, I'm not so willing to put in the effort. And you see, let me tell you this. The spirit is a spirit of free will. Sis, you can sit down and not experience God just because you didn't say yes. Many people in the Bible did not experience God to a certain extent because they didn't say yes. It doesn't mean it's not real. It just means you haven't taken the initiative. And when it comes to the spirit, you have to initiate the spirit. Listen, there are thousands and one people out there. No, Siri. There are thousands and one people out there. There are thousands and one unbelievers. God doesn't go to a person saying, 
yeah come with me only when they initiate their hearts you see so you are strengthened by the deterioration of the flesh because spirits don't get exhausted humans do but spirits don't let me tell you this the funny thing is no matter who you are you know why we pray and we do warfare because spirits will always listen they will always be stronger than human beings period they will always have a leverage they will always have a leverage over humanity that is why we pray against principalities and parts of darkness you see if 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 we were if we carried the same amount of strength and we were equal to them we would need to pray and do warfare you know we would need to pray and do warfare so once an entity is a spirit that spirit already has leverage whether good or bad whether good or bad the spirit already has leverage now first thessalonians 5 verse 16 it says here one of one of one of my favorite scriptures and let me tell you it's not always easy to do i don't know who told you that praying without season is all it's easy to do wow when you come into christianity the spirit will allow you to pray without season sis when fire is burning you don't even know how to open your mouth maybe yes you think i'm being carnal but when you go through certain things in your life (laughs) i remember one particular time i remember like a year or two ago i couldn't even pray i think it was a year ago because listen i prayed and prayed and I was in school and if anyone knows me like personally I am there I I am extremely how do I say you know those people that are very school oriented like how how do you call them nerds yes that was me listen everybody else could go and bend the sea but me it was me and my book that was me there was one time I started a semester and I kid you not, I started the semester feeling so happy because the previous semester I had I had I had won um, what's it called several awards. I was I, I felt I, I I felt happy going into the next semester, and and you know the next year I was like yeah it's, it's gonna be good. I started the next year. Lo and behold, people of God, almost like I didn't know what I was about. I was failing all my classes. This is somebody that topped my year. I topped my whole year. I came on TV and everything. I was failing my classes. I was like, oh God, what is happening? I prayed and prayed and prayed. And listen, I had everybody pray for me. I had everybody pray for me. When I studied something, the thing will ever pray. And it wasn't just one particular course. It was all my courses. I was struggling all around. I just stopped praying and said, God, you know what? Me, my mouth is open again. I'm just waiting. Just do whatever you want to do. Like, at this point, I don't even care. That, like, that was just me. I was like, no, at this point, I can't, like, I can't do anything. Let me just keep quiet. I didn't even know how to pray. Like, they will be praying. My mother and my siblings will be praying and 
Charlie, I don't know whether to open my mouth. Like, the words were not coming. Because I was like, you know what? Every time I'm about to say, God already knows it. So, I'd rather not even say anything. So, when I tell you that there's, that there's a season that you might come to, where prayer will be difficult to do, <laughs> brother and sister, whoever you are on the line, <laughs> I mean it. I've seen listen I've seen it and I know what I'm talking about now the spirit says here first Thessalonians he says pray without season and listen it says in everything you do give thanks for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you now hold on it says pray without season that's another thing give thanks because what it is the will of god concerning you in christ jesus now i want you to understand do you know that there are seasons in your life eh, where nothing is going on it's just like your life is like stagnant (laughs) like there's there's nothing happening like there's nothing happening like the only thing you can really count as a blessing is waking up do you know like you don't even know what exactly to rejoice about there are many seasons like that but he says something here he says give thanks okay let's go on he says here pray without season because you and i were men <laughs> and we only seize when solely spirit is available you only stop praying when you become spirit and that is never listen to me no matter how spiritual you are that is never going to happen in a lifetime i told you christ when it comes to christ we never get to the destination no matter how old you are you will spend the entirety of your life journey to a destination you will never see so we never become spirit you only stop praying when you are solely spirit or solely spirit is available there is no, there is no communication between flesh and spirit i told you you know do you know why there's always conflict because this body and the spirit is like water and oil mixed have you seen water and oil you can never no matter who you are you can never match the two i don't care who you are put water down pour oil inside you see the oil on top of the water you can never get a solution never so he says here give thanks because it's a dimension of prayer and it will ensure transformation and it will ensure the transformation and establishment process continues do you know that prayer transforms i already said that now when there is nothing to pray for he says give thanks when there's nothing to pray for give thanks because it's a form of prayer and that form of prayer will still enable transformation to take place and establishment to take place the moment you stop praying transformation stops establishment stops that's why i tell you that's i just told you there are many there, there are there are many days that you will not know what to pray about but he says that if you don't even know what to pray about say thank you because then you can still be transformed even by what the renewal of your mind and your spirit and then the establishment process can still continue now i want you to understand i'll continue what he says the spirit says 
that it will ensure you being faithful. It will ensure the transformation and establishment process continues. You see, there are times when there's nothing, I told you, absolutely nothing to pray for. But thank you, God, or giving thanks to God can construct graces or blessings in an exponential way. You know what exponential is? Let me tell you, people don't know this. But when you pray at a point where your land is barren and you say thank you, you give God a reason to sow bountifully on that land for you. More than petition, God, I need this. God, help me. Father, Father, I, I pray, oh God, that you make a way in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, more God might listen to you. You may receive. But you know, try thanking God. In, in, in a moment when you need everything good to be working in your life, thank God during that time and see the results. See, I'm not telling you things that don't work. Because, listen, I was that individual that will condemn God at every instant of my life. I thought when you come into Christianity, and maybe that's why I pinpoint it down to individuals. Christianity is not a bed of roses. It is far from that. If you are looking for a place to relax, and you are looking for a place to just, just have things happening at your beck and call, I'm sorry, sister and brother, but this is not the place. Christianity is not a place for that. You might as well, God forbid, go to a juju man to help you out on that. When it comes to God, no! You know the number of tears I've cried, sleepless nights, things that literally drain you. Now me, I don't worry myself. Whether I fail a paper or I pass a paper, Father, thank you. It's not that like it's not paining me or me. My emotions have, have have vanished from there, and I don't I, like I don't have any emotions. No, that's not what it is. It's just that at this point, my life is not my own. Listen, I listened to a sermon a few days ago, and it said something. It says in the will of God, there is relevance for you. Let me tell you. Many people have not have not attained the full extent of their glory because they are in the wrong fields. I told you, you don't even need to be in a good place. You don't need to be at the best place. You just need to be at the right place. When it comes to God, being at the right place is where your lifting is. Being at the right place, you are able to subdue. When you are at the right place, like, like when a doctor is at the hospital, you are relevant and you are able to help. But if a doctor is at the farm, what's going to go on? Imagine I don't know how to farm. I don't know how to irrigate. <laughs> I don't know how to harvest. What's going to go on? So he says here, I love this. He says here, there are times when there's nothing to pray for, but thanks can construct graces and blessings in an exponential way because what, what you are doing is a sacrifice of emotion and the replication of pain. That's what you are doing. You see, and I'm telling you, eh, things that you get when you go through pain, you don't easily forget. You see, I'll tell you this. If you pray for something and God gives it to you without pain, you are most likely to forget. And you are most likely to be very proud when you receive. Upon being a recipient of it, you are most likely to be proud. But you see, 
when you realize that your land was barren and God himself sowed in it, sis, brother of God, <laughs> it will be very hard for you to be proud because you know how it was without God. Minus God, you know how it will become. You remember it in every day. Therefore, humility is your standard. See, so he says here, you see that the expression of this, the expression of thanksgiving can multiply and can can give you blessings and graces exponentially. It's when Jesus was feeding 5,000 individuals. Sorry, with how, how much did he have? It says what? Five loaves of bread and two fishes. He didn't say, Father, you know, I'm struggling. Oh God. Father, bless this and, and cause it to multiply. Far from that, he said, God, thank you. He said, thank you. Now, the expression of this was when Jesus was feeding 5,000 individuals with five loaves of bread and two fishes. You see, what the body of Christ as a whole is missing is we're just ignorant individuals. We're just simply ignorant. Now, it's either there's a problem with our belief or we don't know. One of the two. Because you see, the person who doesn't know and the person who doesn't believe, they are equal. They will produce the same results. You know. Sometimes you know. But because there's no belief, you produce the same results. The person who doesn't know and the person who doesn't believe, they are equal. So you see, the body of Christ is simply ignorant. When it comes to thanksgiving, there's nothing in your life showing forth. There's nothing to thank God for because you wake up every day, everything is still and barren, and there's nothing that you can say, Oh God, this is something I possess. But you say thank you. It is a sacrifice of pain, and in this kingdom, sacrifice yields. Listen, everything that you sow, you will reap. Sacrifice is just, it's like a seed. You plant it, it can harvest. That is why when it came to us, God had to sacrifice. He sacrificed himself and then he yielded what the salvation of the whole world, the whole universe. But you see, when it's a sacrifice of pain, it's much more. You remember the widow's might? The widow's might. The woman didn't have all. Charlie, it was her last money. How she was going to eat, she didn't know. What was going to happen, she was far from knowing. But then, God appreciated her little more than the rich man's plenty. It was sold out of pain. You see, prayers, no Siri, no, 
let me show you why thanksgiving prayers yield results it says here prayers of thanksgiving what does it say thanksgiving not just prayers of thanks excuse me prayers of thanksgiving you see prayers of thanksgiving is an act of giving it's an act you are giving some a part of you listen it's an act of giving and it would extend your heart's desires to god without you or me prayers of thanksgiving is an act of giving and it will extend your heart's desires to god without a person having to relay it so you don't even need to talk about it because the fact that you even are thankful or you replicate thanksgiving your heart's desires are extended to god now in partnership with his will your desires are founded to be a reality not just your heart desires come to pass do you know there are many desires but when it comes to christianity only the will of god will prevail so your heart's desires are extended to the father now without you even having to say oh god i need this oh god i'm you know there's something that i have to work out it's already related to the father now in partnership with his will your desires are founded to be a reality and then i want to leave us with this scripture acts 20 verse 35 and these are the very words of jesus he says it is more blessed to give than to receive do you know because when you pray with a prayer of petition you're hoping to receive you're not hoping to give but when you pray with a prayer of thanksgiving you are giving and especially thanksgiving when you're in the midst of a fire so it is better or it is more blessed to give than to receive thanksgiving and i said this that it's not always easy to do this is just the first um principle as the week goes we're going to be coming up with other principles and we're going to come on live so the first thing you have to do have to do during a difficult season if you want to pray effectively first acknowledge that you are frail and weak and you are incapable of producing everything perfect and everything good in your life that is it that is it please this is the word of the lord do not go around if you do if you if you know that you haven't acknowledged that you are weak and frail don't just go and look for some father you said this in your word i pray oh god that father lord this and this should happen i should did this for day no please you should first acknowledge that you are weak that's the essence of your prayer that's the essence of you giving yourself to prayer and then we spoke about praying without season and i said that that is not a reality that is not possible 
for you to pray without ceasing. That's why he says, when he says pray without ceasing, he says in everything give thanks. Because there are times where everything is working on well for you. You might not have any problems, so there's no reason to pray. So he says give thanks. Or there are times where everything is bad. You don't know what to do. He said give thanks. So pray without ceasing. It's not entirely possible if you don't give thanks because there are times that you don't know what to pray about. Now, we also spoke about how thanksgiving prayers increase blessings and graces exponentially. I told you, you can ask God for things and surely he's a good father. He will give it to you. But when you, when you thank God, instead of asking <laughs> during a moment of hardship and pain, what you are doing is sacrifice. And I said in this kingdom, everything that is termed sacrifice yields results. It yields power for a need. Now, so we spoke about how when prayers of thanksgiving yield. And then I explained why they yield. We said because thanksgiving, the last word is what? Giving. And he says here in Acts 20, 35, that it is more blessed to give than to receive. That is why there is blessing in it. Abundant blessing. Thank you so much, beloved. I am blessed. I am graced. There was so much that I took out of this. And I'm just blessed to have shared it with every individual here. So even before we go, I just want us to bless the name of the Lord. Sorry. Okay. So my thing keeps on going on and off my airports just went off um so i just want us to thank god for his word and i'm telling you listen anybody that would tell you that oh you know if you can't thank god now you're not spiritual personalize you i'm telling you sorry if you can't pray sorry rephrase if you can't pray now and means you're not spiritual the person's lying to you i'm telling you the person's lying to you pair my experience with the holy spirit there are times when I have just, have just given you a few of those times. There are times when, honestly, sister and brother, there was nothing that I could say anymore. Everything I said, I prayed it over and over again. The most I could do for myself was to say thank you that I was alive and pray for other things. That, oh, God, thank you for this blessing. You see, let me tell you this. No, Siri. No. Let me tell you this. Do you know pain and prosperity, they do the same things? Excuse me. I'm very uh, congested. Pain. Listen. Pain. Can you hear me, guys? Pain and prosperity, they do the same things. Listen. Pain. Pain and prosperity, they do the same things. Now, when it comes to being in a moment of pain or going through a dark season, you are most likely not going to thank God because 
every good thing you are blindfolded you can't see any good thing in your mind in your eyes through anywhere unless your problem the only thing you see is that problem that is bugging you when you are prosperous the only thing you see is your blessings the only thing you see are those graces you carry and the only thing you see is what you possess pain and prosperity be very careful i've realized that when when i go through a hard season it's very difficult for me to say ah god thank you for this meanwhile when i sit down to write all their blessings i'm alive my sisters are good my mom is good my father is good everyone is 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 okay i have an education i have a job i'm working i have money in my bank account plenty blessings that one thing can shut everything and you will look like ah life is so hard life is so bad i feel like that pain prosperity too oh i have everything at my back on call everything is everything is good life is good let me tell you i read a devotional some time ago and i'll never ever 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 forget what it said i used to have an account before i created deeper connection with christ and i deleted it before i created it that sermon was there that's like one of my first sermons now it was a devotional I read, and they said that be very careful. The most difficult time to thank God is when everything is going on well in your life. Hey, let me tell you, when you have everything, it's very difficult to thank God. It's very difficult to thank God when you have everything. I'm telling you this. Because everything is working in your life. God, sit aside. Let me do life alone. Prosperity and pain can do the same things. So the first principle, acknowledgement. You must first acknowledge. You must first acknowledge that you're weak. And listen... If we're being completely honest with each other, listen, I, I don't know. I really don't know who is got everything figured out. Like, if I if I meet an individual and they have everything figured out, hey, please, <laughs> let me know the, the recipe to everything because I want to have everything figured out too. I don't have anything figured out. Trust me. I don't know. Many, many times people don't don't relay their, their weaknesses. And I'm not saying go and tell people your weaknesses. No, but the truth of the matter is everyone is struggling. I don't care the amount of anointing you have. Telling me, oh, you know, yeah, we pray through all seasons. No, the Bible says pray without season. And then it continues to say what? Give thanks. I told you. There are times when chale. There's nothing you can pray for. <clears throat> Excuse me, people. Okay. I have to take off my airports because he keeps on thinking I'm talking to him. So I want us to pray. And we're saying, Father, we thank you for your words. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your words. We bless your holy name. Ezi prasunanta labada shadente bless odo servi kanainas. 
ebi sodu shenepe sedi krombozon taladadi flatoses ebeto shade kodu sanainas ebetu nigadazi peleshe deketua kapa delundas epika vemo aike deneme runte zile beniche dento lobo uzupra tasai flakabaze nengaba inke bozo kutai epile telezunia erani komanga zelo kushe de pelisa pai father we pray oh god that you open our eyes to the blessings and help us to be thankful oh god we pray oh god that for the lord we realize the essence of prayer that we are weak and frail and there's many things that we can't do oh god we pray that even as we've heard the word today for the lord you create the ground and cause it to be fertile oh god father you take pride away oh god you help it to be useful to me first then to every individual on here help us to be strong individuals even as we go through the wilderness oh god help us to learn to pray and be thankful in every season oh god help us oh god to sacrifice every pain that we're feeling oh god to be thankful in every situation we thank you heavenly father we worship you we know that for the lord though we go through the storms oh god you will be with us to the very end of the world oh god we thank you holy spirit we adore you we're blessed we're graced we're privileged in the name of jesus amen and amen god bless you whoever you are you are such an amazing person you are such a blessing i don't know who you are but please whoever you are i would really appreciate you if you um can text me after the live we could have a conversation be friends yeah just have a good time in god god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you i want to pray for anyone who wants to come into god you're saying i've heard everything you've said and i've tasted of the goodness of god even from just watching this life i just want you to say this prayer after me lord jesus i believe that you are the son of god i believe that you died for me and took away my sins today i pray that the power of my sins be broken i proclaim and declare that i live in righteousness in partnership with the holy ghost i walk this journey of life with you till the day that you return i am yours i am your child today and forevermore thank you for loving me in jesus name amen and amen if you said that short word of prayer after me please beloved text me and let's do this journey of life together i told you there's nothing there is absolutely nothing that is easy about christianity but through the spirits the engraving of the spirit we are able to journey come journey with us as we discover god as we love god as we fall we rise we laugh we cry we do everything with god god bless you you are so blessed i'm so privileged to know you and i'm so privileged to come sit here to talk to you god bless you and i love you so much but almighty god definitely loves you much more bye beloved and i'll see you um i'll probably see you another time this week before friday um i really do apologize just that i wasn't able to come on because i had finals um so i couldn't do the live because i had finals around that time 
yeah god bless you god bless you and you're so amazing bye thank you holy spirit